0: What does it actually mean to be free, to have freedom, to be able to do what you want when you want to? It means a lot. It means to be responsible, responsible for your actions. or if you are alone, then you, you reap your own actions, even if you're by yourself, in this life we can't really control any other people, we are only able to control ourselves, We understand that we can relieve a lot of the tension and stress we and expectation we experience on others. It's not to not expect things, but it's not to expect that you will be able to control others or control things. Because in that aspect people are free. And that's what kind of that's that's what free will is. It's not necessarily to be able to do whatever you want exactly when you want to do it. But it's for you to be able to make up your own mind about something. You don't have to be indoctrinated into any belief or any weird understanding their conspiracy of something you don't have to follow someone else just because they tell you to you should look for yourself look deep inside and try to understand who you are who we are as humans because on the outside we look we look dirty we look evil we're like a cancerous parasite on this earth if you look on the outside that's all you see Everywhere you look, you just see people hurting others. You see people destroying land. You see people destroying nature, animals. Taking advantage of whoever and whatever they can just to make a dime here, a dime there. But that's just if you're looking on the outside. Sometimes you have to look deeper. You have to look deeper because that's where the truth is. When you look deeper you find the truth not only in yourself but in others. Because in the deepest darkest place that's where the smallest little bit of light will shine. That's where the tiniest flame will emit all sorts of shine. You have to look past the surface. Past the mistakes that people make. Because most most acts of evil or selfishness or greed, any any sort of that, is based out of fear. Based out of some sort of fear from the past or some sort of fear for the future. You have to look deep. You have to look past the pain. Past your own pain. Everyone suffers in this world. There is no getting by that. In that sense we are never free. We are bound by our flesh. Until we pass on into the next life. We have to deal with hunger. We have to deal with thirst. We have to deal with sorrow. Loss love betrayal we have to deal with feeling like we're not worth anything to anybody because that's what we're, because we are bound by that flesh We each have our own soul. And that's where you need to look. Start looking at someone's soul. Then go even deeper and try to find their spirit. And when you match someone's spirit with their soul, you get something amazing. You find something amazing. What you can see is the true person beyond their flesh, beyond their their. Incon- unconscious desires, their subconscious de- desires. No one's perfect in this life. We have to do better. You know, in the woods, there's a microscopic organism, so tiny, so so small. It's invisible to the naked eye. It usually lives in trees and it usually lives in the ground sometimes among among the dead branches, or the the dead logs. Now this organism is is a magnificent creature, a wonderful creature. it It lives in the forest floors and it takes what's dying or dead. It takes the stuff nothing else wants to use that's just sitting there. Rotting. And it changes it into something. It not only does that, but it, it, it decomposes this, this dead, rotting stuff. It takes it away and builds this fruiting body. This, this wonderful creation, this weird, colored, weird-shaped creation... And it turns it into something for other creatures, not even for itself. It takes what, it's, what it needs—the little bit, the food that it can, nutrients that it can get from the bark, the wood, the leaves, the sticks, the twigs—and then whatever is left over, it gives, to, it gives life to other creatures: deer, squirrels, chipmunks forest life feed off this this creature, this organism's fruiting body? Of course, I'm talking about mushrooms. And you know that mushrooms are our closest DNA relative. We can learn a lot from mushrooms. I think we all should take what's dead or dying around us and turn it into life for others. We take what what we need to sustain ourselves, to survive, not to survive, but to live. Because surviving is getting through a moment. Living is to experience the moment. So we take what we need to live. Because we have to in this life but instead of saving the rest for ourselves or to just blatantly toss it to the side we should be giving it to others or we should turn it into something we can share with others who need this even if they don't need it maybe they need to see that someone took time to build something and to show them that they care. Cause in this, this this world of technology and internet we are so far separated from each other it is unbelievable. Unbelievable how far separated. The only time people gather nowadays It's just the more connected we get via the internet, via technology, the more we will lose ourselves, the more we will lose that relationship that that contact with humans. That we need that that close proximity with each other. We need to experience each other in the in the flesh So we could look at each other and look past the visual image of each other inside the soul, inside the spirit. For when you look at a screen, all we're going to see is that person. We're not going to experience that person. And we need to start experiencing each other. We need to start listening to each other. Not just... Waiting to reply. Or not just waiting to tell our side of the story. We need to actually shut up and listen to each other. We need to start focusing on what's important. Some people just like to complain because they're complainers. Whatever new trend they see on the news. They'll hop right on and share it. Yet they have no clue themselves what they're doing. No one has any clue what they are doing. We are all in this world together trying to figure it out. If you think you're any better than anyone else, you need to be humbled right now. Because you, who ride high on your horse, make the most mistakes of all. What is freedom? What does it mean to be free? Does it mean we do whatever we want? Take whatever we want? Destroy whatever we want? Consume whatever we want? Divide whatever we want? Control whatever we want? No. It's none of that. Freedom is being responsible for your own actions. Freedom is living in the moment, experiencing the moment, not being stuck down by what's going to happen in the future. What's going to happen tomorrow? The Bible says there's enough worries tomorrow. Or enough worries today. Let alone tomorrow. So live in the moment. Don't just survive the moment. Don't just try to get through this life. Because if we all start living this life. Experiencing this life. Taking Taking inventory of who's important to us. Not what, who. Because material things, they're, they're locked down to this world. And they're going to stay in this world. But the love we share with one another, that follows us into the next life. And if you take for granted the people that are around you. You will lose them. Not only in this life, but in the next. Well, I bet a lot of you can spend a couple days alone without any human contact. A lot of you drive you crazy. I've spent many days alone. So with what's going on right now, this whole coronavirus thing, this is my normal life. I'm always isolated. This is no different than what I'm used to. But I'm not trying to explain myself. This isn't the point. The point is. We are not free. We will never be free on this planet. On this earth. We are trapped down by our programming. Until we go into the next life. We're stuck to it. I can't talk out my ears and hear through my mouth. I just can't. I can't see out my feet and walk on my eyelids. It's just not possible. It's not in my programming. It's not in my function. If you know a little bit about programming or video games, uh, there's the physical world in the game that you play in, the virtual world, which you can see. Which you can press buttons and your guy jumps around or something or shoots. And then there's the code, which is the hidden invisible world that you don't see. But it's very much there and the virtual world wouldn't be there without the code. It wouldn't just it wouldn't be possible. The code needs to exist for that virtual world to function. Much like us, we have an invisible code in us. We have invisible programming. Our eyes are programmed to see. Every little cell is programmed to do what it needs to do. Our stomach is programmed to digest food and give us energy and turn it turn it into energy. But there's coding behind that. And we're we're not just here. We don't we don't come out of our mom mom's womb talking to ourselves, "Okay, stomach, you're going to do that." feet you're going to do this eyes you're going to do that ears you're going to do this hair you're going to do this no it's just, we're, we're not we're fuck we're useless we're useless as babies we we <laughs> we literally need someone to take care of us when we're young even when we get older we're pretty useless creatures by ourselves now that's that, there's That's not everybody. But the general public have become so reliant, so reliant on the government, so reliant on someone else to tell them what to do, on what Google can tell them what to do, on what a YouTube video can tell them what to do. We we're just not using people anymore for what, they, what people are. We're literally turning each other into, into, into money. We're just dollar signs to each other. That's all we are. We're, this society is seeing each other as dollar signs. We need to get away from that. We need to stop doing that and start using each other as resources. As long as evil exists in this world, that will never happen. Because evil loves money and evil knows money is a great way to control people. I'm telling you right now, money is evil. It is not a resource to be brought in. It won't even be in the new world. The Bible says nothing of money in the new world. Jesus says nothing of it. Because we won't use monetary uh, fake man-made idol. We won't use that to abuse each other. To take advantage of each other. To consume each other. We won't. Instead, someone will be good at carpentry. And somebody will be good at fishing. And the fisherman will trade his fish for a chair or a table or a house. We're going to start using people... As people. As their people are our resources. People want to feel wanted. And in this world. There is no feel for that anymore. We are replaced by another worker. Another worker. Another employee. It doesn't matter. You're just a number. You're just a little. you're, You're a dollar sign. That's all you are. You're bringing in profit. And if you can't bring in Profit. You're fired. You are of no value unless you destroy yourself. And we've been indoctrinated to be okay with it. We see no way we can live without money. We see no way to survive without money. We think we need it. We think we need our government. We think we need to have these big old companies take control of us, to take care of us. But really, if we took the time to learn from each other, we could be completely self reliant, we could be free. And that's what freedom is. Freedom is being away from money. Because the only thing money does is control. It is a man-made object. And in the Bible, tithing was not meant to be that. He gave Melchizedek goods. Because Melchizedek showed him that he was a high priest. A true believer of God. He acted first and then Abraham blessed. freedom I'm not sure we'll ever be free in this life but peace can be found love can be found happiness can be found joy can be found comfort can be found A lot of these things can be found. We may be trapped in this cage called Earth, in this jail cell that is our bodies. But we don't have to let that defeat us. There is hope. There is a sense of freedom, of peace. That's believing. That's having faith. Start with Jesus. It's as easy as that. Or start with someone else. Start trusting again. If you can't trust people, then you can't trust yourself. Because without trust, what's there to replace it but fear? But of expectation of the negative. Trust is the only positive outcome. You can trust someone without letting them take advantage of you. It's very simple. People will sometimes react when I say that. I just, just trust people. They'll be like, well, I've been taken advantage of before. Or, I, or I'm not going to be fooled again. It's not about that. you don't give someone if you don't trust someone or give that opportunity of forgiveness to somebody how do you expect them to ever change when you lock them down to probably a mistake they probably never intended to do this thing to you but you're so caught up on your negative feelings of the past of the past it doesn't even exist anymore it's gone and you're still holding on to that. You're a slave to that. And you want to be free. Yet you're holding. Your, you're shackling yourself down. To this negative emotion. Just let go. Just forgive. It's as it's easy as that. It really is. And if you can't. It's because you don't want to. You like that feeling of anger or of of bitterness towards that person that hurt you. How could they? How could they do this to me? It's not fair! Well, there's there's a leadership principle. The pain principle. Hurting people hurt others and are easily hurt by others. Hurting people hurt others and are easily hurt by others. Does that make sense to you? It's like the story of the mouse and the lion. The lion had the splinter in his paw. He was hurting, so he was lashing out at everybody. And it wasn't until the mouse removed the splinter that he calmed down and realized what he was doing. But I understand that most people have splinters in their own eyes. And are too focused on that. Are too focused on that. They're too self-absorbed to take a moment and look at the burden that they're causing others. Of the pain that they're causing others. Why should I be any different? Ask yourself that. Why should I be treated special? When in this life, no one is treated special. The only... Humble yourself. Before this world, before God, humbles you, if you allow yourself to be shackled by what is just a memory. And you will never be free. Free in your soul, free in your spirit. We are already trapped in our flesh. But our hearts and our mind, they're able to expand beyond the physical reality of this world. They can tap into something deeper. And it all starts with letting go of all attachments. For the only way to be free is to be unattached. But who knows? There's a lot of opinions in this world. I've only just started to share mine.